think it's dirty. I was going to wear a different shirt, but I found this one and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll rock this shirt. Jesus, what is going on here? Why is it like that? I forgot my glasses. My glass. Have you seen my glasses? Why is it so zoomed in? I drove all the way into town to buy this. Did you? I'm excited to try it. Well, Space Side's my favorite, and I've never had Caribbean oak cask finish. Yeah, this is a. Uh... I want it to chill. I haven't even had a sip yet. I want it to chill. <laughs> I know. I just I just pushed mine over uh, into this glass, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm excited, man!" Dude, I'd love these like that ice cube tray, the the square ice cubes. Mm-hmm. I think it like makes it. It's it's like. I mean, this... I had to pick the like grape stems off of the ice, but you know, the I got grape it, uh, stems. There are grape stems on top of it. You probably throw your grapes in the freezer. No, it's hmm. weird. Right, maybe first, maybe they just uh my first taste okay i don't know should i wait till we're recording to no we are recording taste? this is all going on oh all right well let me, let me okay see. well but, but before you do all it right, all right what let's just go over the I what's up everyone know, people, welcome <laughs> i brushed my teeth and everything so there would be nothing to interfere with the taste <laughs> of this first sip of this what's up everyone welcome to another episode of elvis type podcast your host travis john john how you doing today i'm doing good i'll be better in about 30 though 30 seconds or 30, 30 minutes, minutes? 30 minutes. Oh, because you're going to be a little tipsy. It's been a long work week. I'm tired. Yeah, I know. I was like thinking like we should like turn. Oh, God. We got new chairs in here. If you guys aren't watching the video. We're drinking today. Nope. Can't read it. Oh, is it going to focus in? Uh, Cover your face. Is it going to do it or what? This is a trick, people. It might not work. Oh, there it goes. Got it. Word. <laughs> so stupid. But I was like thinking, I was like, man, maybe we should like, we got John and I, my wife got these chairs that were in our, uh, that were in our office or our bedroom. And she was like, hey, I'm going to get rid of them unless you guys want to use them for the mm-hmm. podcast. And so now we're sitting in these beautiful cushiony leather chairs. I mean, it is way more comfortable. It's like immensely more comfortable than. But I'm like, I feel like I'm not leaning over, like sucking on the mic either. Yeah, so it's nice. these, these are pre- these are pretty nice, it's especially after like a, a long week of training. Like I was like, oh, I can't wait to sit in those chairs. I can't say that, but you know, it's been a long work week. <laughs> I, I I I missed out on Thursday's class because I was, uh, I had to do stuff at home. We had been like without groceries for. A week. It's probably because I've been cooking for you. You know, smash burgers. Bro, those smash burgers are delicious. I'm not going to lie. People, if you haven't tried the smash burger, my whole life, I've you know, you make a hamburger, you make that big patty. We're doing it wrong. Go with the smash burger. Smash burgers are legit, especially when you have like a, a griddle to make the smash burgers mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. John just got this gigantic uh, flying saucer grill. That you should probably put on a picture. Oh, you put on a picture of it on Instagram. Yeah. But good engineering, man. Good engineering with that drip tray. Yeah, the drip trays uh made to where everything drips to one side. It's not flat. It has a slope to it, which sounds like you know a common sense thing. Uh, but surprisingly, not a lot of grills do it. All you Blackstone owners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so John's been doing that and. I, I feel like it's like once a week we're having 
we're having freaking. I mean, cheeseburgers three, four times a week. Yeah, I just point. had cheeseburgers. I know. That's why I was like, not tonight. I didn't tell you I already had one. I had habit when I went and picked up the scotch. Oh, Jesus, man. I'm spoiled because you can, now that you can order it on the app for curbside pickup, I mean, I order it from my truck as I leave work and it's hot and fresh and ready as I get to the park. I can tell you're enjoying some habit, bro. Wait, you got, before you do that, you got to tell them what the beverage of the day is, man. Oh, did you just take a drink? I haven't taken I've a drink yet. I've had like yet. five since we oh, started. Oh, Jesus, man. I can't even. I'm, I'm too focused on trying to move this fucking behemoth of a chair. Look, I don't know how you say half the stuff on this bottle. That's why I wanted you to show the, the picture uh, of it. The Glenn. I, go, vote ahead, it. go ahead. Try to say. Give me, give me the case. <laughs> let, me, let me see. This is mm-hmm. Glenn Fodry. Fodry? There's probably some Scottish guy laughing at us right uh, now. Like these uh, idiots don't even know how to say it. All I know how to say is Speyside, and I like all that, so I keep buying it. <laughs> yeah, a malt scotch whiskey, Seaside single, huh? You know, or Speyside single. I, well, I say Spey, but Spey? they can't say that unless it's in a, a certain geographical area of of Scotland. Oh, it's, really? If it's not there, they can't call it that that type of uh, scotch. Then how is it a... Oh, it's because it's a Caribbean oak. Well, it's imported from there to here. Mm. That's why they make you pay so much money to drink it. Let's try this. I'm not a scotch guy. Remember, it's a sip. But yeah, it's a sip. I'm, I'm going to pound it, John. This is just we're going to get drunk on our our first episode together in a while. Here we go. Time to get go hammered. For it. So smooth, it's delicious. I'm not going to lie, that is pretty freaking good. Yeah, it's it's great. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous because I just took a big swig on accident. Uh, uh well, a, a bigger sip, and I was like, oh no. But that's actually really good. I'm not a whiskey or scotch guy. Uh, I just, I feel like a lot of it, maybe it's cause I just drank the shitty stuff, but I feel like maybe you guys can attest to this at home. Uh, I feel like it's just rubbing alcohol. It's like some, some rubbing alcohol that's a little bit smoother than others. But. Well, this sounds horrible, but do you kind of get that medicine-y taste to it? It's like, uh, the peat. That's what, that's how, that's what it tastes like to me. It's good, but I can, you get that kind of funny taste on this. Mm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not cultured enough to know what you're mm. talking about. Well, the first time I had this space side particularly i was like jesus christ what did they soak this shit and eat <laughs> and then i was like it's horrible i'll never drink it again and then i kept drinking it and i was like yeah it's just good i like it it's like anything right <laughs> when you first when you first try it it's like yeah. like beer black wine, coffee people are coffee. like how do you drink that shit i mean you get they got good black coffee and shitty black they do coffee. they do and you know you have to like sit there and you're like i'm just gonna keep trying or i don't know I don't think I was like, I want to keep trying coffee until I like it. I think just something in my head one day was like, I want a cup of coffee. And then it just tasted good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like whiskey and scotch and cause you drink it more. So I feel like that's kind of, well, I feel like this is healthier off than beer. Mm. This is like 60 calories where a beer is like 300. So you can drink like three or four of these. What beer are you drinking? Bro, look up the average calorie content of regular beer, not light beer. What kind? Let's let's see. Give let's, me a beer. Let's look up a regular, um, unfiltered Hefenbison. Pyramid, Pyramid Hefenbison. This is going on live on the podcast, by the way. Pyramid. Yep, yep. That unfiltered one that um you think helps promote breast milk. How the hell do you spell Hef again? I love it. H e f e. There we go. Got it. 
Let's see the caloric intake of yeah, this. Let's check it out. The Hefeweizen Pyramid Brewing. Am I over 21? Absolutely wow. not. They wouldn't even listen. You guys are going to get in trouble. <laughs> uh, what do we got? 18 IBUs. So the calorie super content? light. Where's the calorie content? You probably got to like, Google the calorie content. This is, uh, people are going to be like, oh my God, skip. No, don't skip. You want to know this. So for you drinkers out there, just drink the heart. 145 calories. Okay. You are literally saying it's oh, twice I mean, that's the close. amount. I'm, all right, we'll look that's up how close much is in a glass of scotch. Let's look it up. Oh, okay, here we go. I just feel like you can drink more scotch, you know, to hit them calories. God, I hope I'm right. <laughs> I thought it was 60. 80 calories. Yep, about 35 milliliters glass See, of scotch. So it's healthier Yeah, drink scotch. Yeah, I mean, healthier is like, it's... It's relative, you know? <laughs> but I can't believe we just did that. So, hey, John, what's going on with you lately, man? Uh, not much. I'm taking a long hiatus from the old jujitsu game. Yeah. Um, Why is that? What is the deciding factor? God, there's so, so many deciding factors. Well, let's hear it. Let well, let's, people let's, at home want to hear it. Let's back it up a little bit. So everyone back that listens up. to this knows I had that shoulder surgery in November. Yeah. It said it'd take about a year till you get like really back from that. I started going back what at the seven month mark, right? Yeah, so. something like that. Because I got it what um, the end of November last year. Yeah. Anyway, went back, uh, tried it out. It was interesting. Definitely didn't feel like before the surgery. And uh, just right now, just I, I didn't feel it. I think I went back maybe eight or nine classes yeah. since. You did a couple of beginners class, too. And, uh, you know, it definitely just didn't feel there, which was a little disheartening. And uh, I don't think what? you were in the class where I think Cody just pushed the arm back and I screamed, you know, like. No, you can't. I, I don't remember. I think that was a be- one of the beginners class. And you yeah. told me you called me right when it, after it happened. Yeah, I just I just I don't know. I'm just not feeling it right now. So I'm going to wait. Yeah. What what do you mean by it felt like it just wasn't there? Like what wasn't there? Just like the love for the, jiu-jitsu, the passion, the passion, you know, the competitiveness. I, I wasn't feeling competitive. Um, not only that, just the change. Like, uh, you know, the the core group of people I'm used to training with. You know, we're down to a couple. And honestly, the I'd say the what I didn't know when we started, and we're fucking what like four and a half years into this. Yeah, is I wish. I would pay now the most important thing to me when I'm looking to train schedule is the schedule. Like that's it. I'm done with, and it seems to be common. I'm done with the 6 PM classes. Yeah. It's not for me. I work, you know, we work all goddamn day. We get up early. We're gone before the sun rises. Yeah. Even, (laughs) even during the summertime, the sun's still not up and the sun gets up at freaking four 30 in the morning. I'm just, I just don't want to train until eight o'clock. Yeah. No, I completely agree, man. I've, uh, I tried to solicit a 4 p.m. class to I actually talked to Jordan, um, Jordan Pressinger about this. And he basically said, like, why don't you just talk to your instructor? Like, maybe they don't think that there's a want for that. So they don't they don't do it because they don't think anyone actually wants it. Yeah. And so I, I talked to our gym owner and uh I was like, hey, what, what do I got to do to get it? What do we have to do to get a four o'clock class? And he's like, no one's going to come to a four o'clock. And I was thinking, I was like, there's plenty of people that would probably come to a four o'clock. You don't even know if people are going to come to the four o'clock because we don't have a four o'clock. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm much, I, you know, honestly, at this point, I like to get off work and I like to immediately work out. Yeah. And then I like to be done, you know, spend yeah. time with the family and all that jazz. Yep. 
Um, and, you know, we'll give it some time. We'll see if my attitude changes in a couple months. Yeah. I know it's uh people people were pretty bummed out in class. I, I every time look, if you guys are watching the video at home, every time I adjust my microphone do a shot. Okay? This we're going to make this episode of drinking game. <laughs> I keep adjusting my microphone cuz I'm trying to like find like the perfect spot to where I can talk to John. But um no, like when in class when I had called you that night that I was like why didn't you, I feel like why didn't you tell people you were quitting or no, you were p- taking a hiatus from yeah. jiu-jitsu because I felt like when I told the entire class, they're like, hey, where's John? I was like, ah, oh, he quit. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah. I felt like <laughs> like when you break up with someone and they was like so used to you being together, they're like, hey, where's like it's John and Katie, Travis yeah. and Lordell, yeah. right? Yeah. And so they're like, there's like, where's John? Like, I have all the answers for John's life. <laughs> you know, it's tough. I could make a million excuses, right? I could yeah. say, look, 44 two shoulder but, rebuilds but before you, you continue know. are those excuses like those are like legitimate they feel like reasons. excuses to me is it because you feel bad because you yeah i mean who wants them? to say like look you know, like i said you know both shoulders rebuilt you know all this shit you know those are i feel like if i was 30 i wouldn't those wouldn't i wouldn't even think about it yeah but now it's like a different ball game recovery's so difficult like it's just different so have you ever thought about um Instead of taking like your hiatus, like maybe addressing those things head on, you know what I mean? Like still trying. And then I know it's like you got to be discouraged, right? Because everyone else is like progressing. And then, you know, like you said, you don't feel competitive. You don't feel as strong. You don't feel the passion there. Do you think that's because like you took such a long, like what makes you think you're going to come back when you've already taken such a long period away? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm worried about. I'm like, John, I feel like I don't want you to be that guy that's like, I'm going to take a break and then just freaking yeah. never push back. Well, you got to look at like, life's not all about just that, right? I have other things going on right now, which you know is I have like, I have to look at work differently right now. Yeah. That's like a different stress. Yep. Completely um, agree. Like, I, at some points, I feel like you have to change your focus on what you could really dive into in life. And right now, that's just on the back burner for me. Completely understand. Um. I mean, you know how it is. Like, school's about to start again, right? Yep. Um, soccer's about to start again. Uh, the cheer. So, it's like, I'm going to be very busy. Yeah. Especially during the week. And, uh, like I said, like, at 6 to 8 o'clock, it's not going to it's not gonna work for me right now. I agree, man. I feel, I feel you. Like, because there's even nights when, you know, we have uh, two under two. And so, it gets kind of hard to tell Lordell that, you know, Hey, put the babies down. I'm going to go roll with a bunch of hot, sweaty dudes. Like, I'll be back at 8 o'clock. And it is very, very difficult to find the motivation, especially now because I'm working overtime again because we're trying to do projects around the house, right? So I get to work at 5 a.m. And I work 5 to 2.30 most days. And then I work Saturdays when I can. You know, I'll do 8 to 10 hours on a Saturday. And then it's like... So to find, and I'm sure you guys feel this at home too, especially if you're uh, parents, it, it's really hard to be, get off at 2.30, pick up the kids, get home by mm-hmm. three, right? And then wait two and a half hours. That, that's of, that's the real killer. Yeah. Is, it's, is the, that it's, that, it's Honestly, the two and a half hour wait. And then I'm like, okay, like <laughs> I've like, I've like wind down a little bit. Like I'm like, I kind of want a beer. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, that, it's, it's hard. Yeah, that's why I literally I want to go from work 
to the gym. Yeah. And, you know, just that simple, but you know, we'll see who knows. I mean, we're, we're hobbyists, right? This isn't our, our full-time gig. We're not like yeah. professional jujitsu athletes that very true, you know, but where that, you spend all that time. But I think that makes it even to me because I am a hobbyist and I do do it for fun and I want to do it because it's, you know, it's, we go, it's the time I get away from, you know, being a dad or a husband or whatever. And like, I take, it's like my little mental break from, um, my wife's probably here in this in the other room, probably texting me right now, but <laughs> you know, it's like my little, my, my biweekly break of going out, being physical, being around other like-minded people. And it's really hard to be like, I can't wait until six o'clock tonight to go and like, I really just want to go to sleep. Like I'm so tired. Yes. 100%. <laughs> like we even were trying to record this earlier in the week and like even our guest, our guest that we're waiting to get on the show, uh he's even busy. So we're like really like the podcast is kind of getting on the back burner again and jiu-jitsu's getting on the back burner. It's it's just hard, man. It is. And and I think that's just life in general. You'll yeah. have ebbs and flows of being busy, not being busy and You'll have time. You won't have time. And you just have to just go with the flow. Yeah. I really would like to hear how people at home that have multiple children, wives, partners, husbands, whatever. What is your like schedule for jujitsu look like? Like, do you have to keep yourself going in order so you don't wind down too much to where you're unmotivated to go? You know what I mean? Like, what do you guys do at home? Because maybe I can implement it. You know what I mean? I would love to take my kids with me to jujitsu like some people do. But my kids' bedtime is at jujitsu time. So it's yeah, like I, I much rather yeah. put them to bed than take them and have them up too, lo- uh, too late and, you know, have a terrible night of sleep. So, yeah, when you say it like that, I was just thinking in my head, you know, when I was trying to go on back, it, it felt like I was reading a shitty book. Like uh, I was just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was there, but I was just doing it because I wanted to get but just wasn't feeling it but we shall see yeah i wish there was more place i wish i, w- I kind of wish we lived in a bigger area so there were i was thinking about this the other day so there was more places that we could try uh but everyone here has the same schedule yeah they're they're all 6 p.m yeah. the only difference is um kcs has the morning classes yeah which i wouldn't be able to make it's just like six in the morning we'd be right. at work the only other thing is they have a five o'clock boxing, which I'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. But then again, don't even know if the shoulders can handle straight right. boxing. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. So, John, I got some talking points from this week that I wanted to go over and, and get your opinion on. Hit me. Hit uh, me. One of the first ones is Leandro Lowe, the killing of Leandro Lowe in Brazil. He was in a nightclub. Guy grabbed a bottle off his table. He took him to the ground. When he got up, the guy pulled out a gun, almost point blank, boom, shot him in the head twice, and then kicked him on the ground before he ran off, too. And McDojo Life has a pretty good breakdown of, you know, what happened in a point of view that I thought was really interesting because we we talk about, you know, jujitsu makes you bullyproof or helps you become bullyproof. It helps with your self-defense. It helps you de-escalate situations right and i feel like that's what happened in that right uh and this is obviously from the outside looking in for sure but he took him down because like look man you're not give me my bottle back like that's not yours you're not going to steal something from me right took him down didn't punch him or anything like that 
then they broke it up. He let him up and didn't escalate it anymore. And then he still gets killed because of it. Because the guy's fragile ego was like, I can't believe you just you just did that to me in a nightclub. And the guy's a cop. Well, was a cop. It's what is your opinion on it's this? It's probably going to be controversial with my opinion, but I guess I don't mind. This reminds me of the motorcycle road rage where the other black belt world champion was shot and killed. Oh, yeah, but it's um, the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you say... Uh, Maybe they both had, both had a little bit of hurt feelings, right? He didn't like his bottle getting taken. Yeah. Right? The, these are, you know, I'm, I don't want to Monday quarterback it, but I'm sure he wished he would have just left him with the bottle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel sorry for his family. It's a big loss. Uh, the jiu-jitsu community is, like, devastated 100%. by it, obviously. I mean, you can't predict when people are going to make decisions like that, right? Yeah. That's why you have to be really careful, you know? You never know who you're messing with. You don't know their their mindset you don't know the day they've had dude you don't know how they're going to react uh, and i'll tell you what if you know if i was in a club early sunday morning you know that that in itself i'm already in a bad spot you know what i mean yeah uh i'm glad he tried i mean did he need to defuse it i don't know it's not like there was a fight going on you know what i mean yeah it's, it's a tough situation i'm sure if if he was alive today he probably wishes it would have went differently, obviously. Right. Like, keep that bottle. I don't care. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of where I go back and forth, right? Is like, because it's, it's like all of this over a bottle of alcohol. Yeah. Right. That's what you I, know what I mean. mean? Like, and then the worst. And I think, yeah. Right. It's, it's, it, and people at home are going to probably be upset about this, but it's, was that bottle of, was that him taking that bottle of alcohol worth your life? You know what I mean? Like, and you don't know that that's going to happen. And that's the problem. Yeah. Right. yeah. I was about to say, and that's the problem, right? It's like, in his head, he probably thought he was doing the right thing and was like, look, man, just give me my stuff back. Like, I, I don't want you to take my stuff, right? Blase, blase. And then you don't know that someone's in a nightclub with a bunch of people around him going to pull out a freaking gun and sh shoot you. Yeah. But it's true. It's to your, to your point. I always tell Lord L and, you know, uh, everyone that I talk to, like, what's what's the point of honking your horn and getting in road rage or something? Like, you don't know one thousand percent how that's gonna go. You don't know who people are. You don't know if they train. You don't know if they're freaking senile or crazy or whatever, and that that's the reason that they are acting the way they are. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. It's to me. Uh, I know how I would have acted. I, well, I say that now, but I'm not an eight-time world champion black belt, right? But uh, I maybe because I'm a you know I'm not that type of person, but I would be like, hey man, give me my bottle back. And then if he didn't, I'd be like, damn, he took my bottle. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, whatever. Well, I mean, but, look, jujitsu instills confidence, right? You know how yeah. to defend yourself, and I'm sure he has bucket loads of confidence in his jujitsu. Yeah. Obviously. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if that plays into it. I know, you know, when we originally got into it, it was like, all right, yeah, let's get some exercise, learn some self-defense. We realized we were horrible at self-defense. Right. Right. So we would literally you know, die. But I always in my head knew that uh, if I ever have to use jujitsu, like out in the street, everything else has failed for me. So, you know, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I feel for him. I feel bad for his family, jujitsu community. Uh, you know, I don't know what goes through your head in that time because I'm never in those situations. You know? 
Yeah. And that's another thing, right. Is like not victim blaming, but just not putting yourself in that situation. But he was young, you know, he was 31, 32 years old, same age as me. Right. Um, and it's like, we talked about the, uh, the chick that, you know, unfortunately had, was assaulted here, Mm -hmm. you know, just not putting yourself in that situation, you know, not being in nightclubs. Well, look, early Sunday morning, I'm always a a what if person. Yeah. My wife thinks I'm paranoid dog get out, but I I don't like putting any of us in those situations. We got to go to a high school scrimmage at the Seahawks stadium. I think next weekend or the next, I don't want to go that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, but my daughter's going to be there. My wife's going, so I got to go. Right. Now, this is the first thing that goes to me that she's like, why don't you want to go? First reason, can't conceal carry over there. Yeah. I have a permit, but whenever you go into that stadium, they, they search you. They search you, metal detectors, you can't bring a firearm in. So I'm like, that's one flag I don't want to go. Because if anyone lives in Washington and listens to this, you know, especially around the stadium, it is horrible. Three, Crime is three really teenagers um, beat a tuba player to death during a game right outside the stadium. Uh, one of some of the gun forums I'm on, a, a guy went to a country concert there, got beat to death on his way out. And he was one of the members on the forum. He didn't bring his gun cause it's not allowed. Uh, so, you know, like even going to that area in my head, I, uh, if it was just me, I wouldn't do it. I'd have never went, but I'm going cause my family's going, Yeah. but I don't like the fact that, you know, I can't protect myself the way I want, even when I go over there. Yeah. And that's going to be in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, alcohol, rowdy people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, people yelling, see, yeah, fucks. Well, <laughs> Seattle's a shit show, you know. Yeah, Seattle's really bad now um, to the point where I don't even, like, want to go over there. Nobody does. Uh, last time I was there, it was, I don't even, I think I, last time I was there is when I worked in Seattle. And... I would take the ferry over or I would I would like park my truck and wait for the ferry. And then I would walk to like Pike's Market and I would get flowers for Loredale and bring them back home for her, you know, once or twice a week. And uh, there's there's like always, you know, a bunch of homeless people just like laying all over the place. And, and we're watch- not talking sane homeless people. No, yeah. We're talking heavy drug induced paranoia. Yeah. People crapping in the streets. Yeah, methed out. Yeah, shooting up in the streets. I was like, Jesus, man. And this was just a couple of years ago. So I can only imagine what it's like now. And I would it, it, I would like to say that my jujitsu would make me feel more comfortable going to Seattle, but I just don't feel comfortable in general my, going. My SIG would make me feel more comfortable <laughs> going to Seattle. <laughs> like, well, Aaron Janetti <laughs> says the, your gun shouldn't be the first thing you reach for, Jonathan. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if a bunch of methed out crackheads come at me in Seattle, that's the first thing I'm reaching for. Yeah. Like, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Hopefully at a distance of about, you know, 20 plus feet. You, you're going to have to like adjust real quick to what's going on. You're like, all righty. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, but yeah, that's, that's a terrible situation. I, I feel for the family. They're trying to start a foundation. I think it is. They're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars to start, uh, a foundation in his name and everything like that. And it's, it's a tough one, but it is what a loss too. I yeah. Mean, that guy was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, one of three people to beat Gordon Ryan at black belt too. It's, it's, it always seems worse when somebody's at like the top of their game and something like this happens. I mean, you can see right now in the news with that female actress that got in that wreck and she's dead. You what? know, like that Anne Hath, the, I can't, I can't ever say her last name, but she got in a car wreck. 
Um, she was in some movies with Harrison Ford. Used to be like Ellen DeGeneres' wife or something like that. But oh, anyway, no. a lot of fame, a lot of money, right? Um, I think she's maybe late 40s, early 50s, but gets in a wreck. You know, she's brain dead right now. And I was like, you know, I think she, was, she was drinking behind the wheel, obviously. But uh, I'm like, man, you're at the top of your game. You know, you've got everything that most of the population wishes they had you know, money for one. <laughs> right, right. And then, and then this happens and it's like, man. You never you, know. It's, you never know. And that's, and that's another point, right? Is one second you could think that you're doing everything right. And the next second, the. It takes one it, bad decision. It takes not even a bad decision, right? It, it just takes, it takes, it, it, you couldn't make, make a good decision. Think it's a good decision by all means to everyone. That was the right decision. And yeah. you still have a bad outcome. That's true. Very true. You know what I mean? It's that, yeah. and that's hard. That's a hard situation to be in. It's like, you just go back and forth on like, what could have been done differently? I think the only thing that could have been done differently in that situation is just letting it go. God, that would be so hard, though. You know, especially because I mean, he was one. He was a big guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's he's Brazilian. He's won a bunch of world titles. You know, he was probably there with a group of people. Everyone was like, what's going on? You know, so... And, you know, he's probably got the uh, jiu-jitsu mindset, right? Diffuse the situation, control it. Whereas the other person does not know any of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, I mean, maybe they did, but her feelings... Uh, go go sh- escalate things too fast, apparently, man. So, um, so lately we've been in class. We've been training omoplatas I saw this that. Last, these last two weeks. And one thing that we're doing mostly a lot of it from guard. And I was having a hard time from close guard getting to the omoplata. You know, you like grab a cross and then pull the arm and then you swing your, your, if you have the right arm, you swing, or if you have their, your, their left arm, you swing the right leg up to catch the omoplata, sit up and, you know, kind of go to the omoplata position. Uh, but I was having the hardest time getting to that getting my leg to slide up, hit the shoulder to like kind of knock them down. you got them big ass legs. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I don't know if that's it probably cause I have a blue belt and I'm fucking terrible at jujitsu, but, <laughs> but I figure it out. If you guys have this problem at home too, uh, I just, I would put my foot on the opposite hip and it would help me kick myself out mm-hmm. to help swing it up. And I would create more power and momentum to, to get to the position. And once I figure that out, dude, the whole rest of the series was so much easier for me. And was, nice when it clicks like dude, that. And because, you know, you watch Professor and, you know, he's so good and he's yeah, so like, fluid. Damn, he's so good. Yeah. You're like, Motherfucker. Uh, he's so good. And you're like, man, he's doing it like this. Let me try to do it like this. And, you know, granted, he has a completely different skill set, different, <laughs> different body type. And so when I do it like him, I don't I don't do it as well. So I figured out putting, you know, putting, creating that little bit of leverage and pushing off the hip and into the omoplata. That was, that was a a big, a big thing that helped, helped quite a bit. Uh, We also learned from, or like I said, we learned from closed guard and also from lasso, which was really cool. We learned two, two different ways from omoplata on lasso. And I have some video, uh, maybe I'll throw it in right around here on us doing these, these extras or these techniques. But, you know, you got the lasso, say a lasso up my left leg and the you got your uh, other grip on their arm. You could just simply sit up. Well, not simply. I say simply. The technique is you sit up and you pull <laughs> their arm 
that you pull their elbow that your lasso's in right. and you can switch your hips and then boom, you're in an omoplata. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus, man, these I, things are freaking everywhere. I think I saw some video. Yeah. It's a, it was, it's a, it's probably one of my favorite series we've done in a while to tell you the truth. It was a big eye opener and it helped me realize that, um, I just have to approach techniques a little bit differently, especially because I'm just now getting back in shape. Like you, Lord, and I've been running a lot lately. Yeah, I see you running with them babies in the yeah, stroller. Yeah, yeah, we got a we got a Bob stroller, and so it's a it's a twofer. So we put the babies in it, and we go run a couple miles around our neighborhood, uh, or we'll take the babies in the stroller, drop them off at John's mom's house, who's our babysitter, and then go go run home and, and take care of the stuff we need to for the day. So. So my, my cardio is getting back up there. And so I've been trying to be way more consistent also. And I feel like it's paying off. I feel like it's coming back. But I did go through it like you. I was going through a little bit of a, a slump yeah. where I was like, man, I can barely make it. I'm so freaking busy. And it like, gets it gets weird. Like I said, uh, you know, I'd go even when I was trying to go back to class, I didn't really know anybody in there except maybe two people. So <laughs> it was just it was just odd. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a, a fun series. And. I partnered, I try to partner with, um, with my friends that, well, people, people that I know aren't going to hurt me and that I know are going to, you know, want to work the technique and not go super fast and not try to impress professor or, you know, like with Will, um, one of the guys, he's another blue belt. I like partnering with him because we'll sit there and I'm like, Hey man, I don't think that was right. You know, blah, blah, blah. You guys need to find training partners that you can sit there and you can talk through the technique and figure out with each other what's working, what's not working, and then have them be like, hey, that, you know, we always make the joke of like, that was more of a crank. But, you know, like if someone's actually telling you that during the technique, it helps out a lot. I have a couple of training partners who I train that I try to grab. I do like, oh, it's like yeah, uh, b- before the class. Yeah, starts. right before the class. I'm like, John, you partners. <laughs> I think John's really good at that. Yeah, John's good at that. Yeah. Uh, Will, Billy's really good at that. Even Cody, the owner. Uh, I try to get these people that are willing to, you know, maybe not get as many reps in, but really look at it of a more, I guess you could say, analytical way of like, what are we doing wrong? How can we make this tighter or whatever? And I feel like that's really been helping helping quite a bit. Oh, we were doing these like single leg defenses in class. And uh, it was funny. David, Coach David from the other side, he's like, I don't know, probably 5'10", 240 pound white belt, big, strong guy. And uh, he was my partner for the class. And we were doing single leg defense. And we did one where you push down on the uh, the back of the head and then figure four your arm through uh, with your wizard. And then you can push their head underneath and flip them over into side control. And I hit it twice during live rolls right after class. Yeah. yeah. I hit it on David, which I thought was super cool. And then I hit it on Will, the blue belt also. I was like, holy crap, that works. I haven't been able to hit it because no because no one wrestles up to single legs anymore because they realize they're just going to get counter. Will's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's some of the, the stuff that we've been doing lately where I'm like, oh, man, it clicks. And I'm like, I got I got to I got to freaking write this stuff down so i bought i bought a couple jujitsu journals and we're gonna see see if that helps yeah see if that helps because we always talk about i know we always talk about documenting you know i tried it pretty hard for a while yeah we tried it we always talk about documenting your 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 journey whether it's filming yourself whether it's uh writing notes journaling whatever however you can to 
track your progress. And so I was like, man, I always tell people to journal. I have journals. I've journaled before and I, I really need to like give myself, you know, stick to it, you know, get a gym bag, put my journal in there. And right after class, right before I leave, take five minutes of I'm instead just too of talking. Stupid. I've already forgot it after yeah. the end of class. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, same. That's that's what I, like. I got it. I got to figure out a way. Yeah, for you sure. Know, maybe set an alarm at seven thirty to journal. You know what I mean on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because I think there's a lot of value in in reflecting. We talk about it in business. Uh, and I, when I was in college, in my getting my bachelor's, we talk about a lot of the one of the best ways to learn is to reflect right go like looking at what you've done and where you how far you've came and learning from that you know what i mean like just because you've you've progressed doesn't mean you don't you can't learn from where you've already came from have you, you ever I mean? have you ever looked at stoicism yeah you're supposed to journal every morning morning every morning like yeah you get up and you you journal about what you did the day before and you journal about your thoughts and then you reflect on them and you do that every day I need to start doing that. Yeah. Stoicism is great. Yeah. Anybody that's never checked that out. Why have you, why don't you journal? Well, I don't journal for that, but I do listen to it every day on my ride to work. The normally. daily stoic podcast, right? Uh, that one I used to listen to, but, uh, I don't listen to that one anymore. I've been doing like the coffee break. That guy's been doing a podcast for five years. He just gave it up. Why? Uh, just life. It took a lot of time for him to edit it and you know, all that good jazz. So I need to find a new one. Dang. Five years. But it's normally like a 15-minute coffee break time podcast. Really good. Yeah, that's about the drive time, man. Yeah, yeah. I just listened to, I was telling you about this, Modern Wisdom had Jocko Willick on it. And uh, Chris, I forgot exactly his last name was, Chris like Williamson or or something like that. He, he interviewed Jocko, and uh, it was it was such a good interview that uh yeah williamson chris williamson modern modern wisdom if you guys want to check it out especially the jocko one it was such a good interview it made me rethink how i one talk to people and how i we interview people because hmm. his his questions were so in depth in depth but like and not only that but like targeted targeted and like they they made me think i was like holy shit man like that's a great question you know like he would tie questions into uh something that maybe he's learning or reading and not necessarily what anything to do with jocko right and he'd be like i was i was reading this book and it was talking about you know blah 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 and it had me thinking um and then he ties it, then he ties it into something to do with Jocko. Hmm. And I was like, damn, that was a really good freaking question, man, man. That's why you asked me such a good question. That's when you're like, well, why'd you, why'd you quit? I was yeah. Like, damn. All right. Hold on. Let, yeah. me, let me bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do that internal reflection, man. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So I've been listening to that one. Uh, I listened to a couple of the episodes. Some of them I'm nah, not too big of a fan of, but um, my brain's been hungry lately for like, how do I, how, how would I explain it? Like I've been, I've been listening to like life balance things like work, mm. life balance. Like what? That's just what, like the, the stoicism stuff. Oh, okay. Like that's really what I've been looking at is trying to, trying to find that balance between work, life. I mean, if you ever find yourself driving home at the end of a day of work, just like trying to get rid of all that before you get home, that's where I feel like I'm at at this point. Yeah. You know, I don't like losing sleep thinking about the next day. 
man. <laughs> and that's one beautiful part. Well, not necessarily you anymore because um, you are so busy with work. Uh, but, you know, once I leave work, my, I'm done. Like, right, that's, right. That's it. It does. It don't come with me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, that is uh, a big consideration. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I try to I try to leave work at work and then. You know, I have like a, I, I, I park really far away from where my office is. So I have like a 20, 25 minute, well, more he, like 25, he did get to 30. carpool with me for a while. Yeah. I have more like a 25, 30 minute walk to my car, which is a great decompressor just for, uh, going home for the day. And then, uh, and then I have like, we have like what, a 25 minute drive home to, yeah, so it takes me about, about an hour, minutes, it takes me about an hour to get home after work every day so it's a great hour of either silence or like listen to a podcast or <clears throat> something to decompress you yeah, know what i mean for sure so that's that's a great great thing something else to a uh, great decompress is uh is fantasy football right john fantasy football i look I, i'm gonna be honest here i've never played it you've never played fantasy i don't football? even know how people play that I've, that's something like you millennials learned bro Listen, fellas, fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. All right, CD Lamb is is good, but CD's beautiful balls. <laughs> it's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Leaders in below the waist grooming have created a championship lineup with the Performance wow. Package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code ETP20. That's right, baby. <laughs> Inside their performance package 4.0, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, my favorite crop reviver toner, which is also great, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag. Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy balls. Yeah, maybe he Jesus did. Christ. <laughs> Slotted at quarterback, we have the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on your journey to trim your body, balls, and even your egg gap. Oh, Jesus Christ. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor. Jesus. A new multi function on and off switch can engage a travel lock and is even waterproof. I had I accidentally engaged that travel lock <clears throat> one day and I was like, shit, my manscape, my, 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 my trimmer broke. And then I, then I like Googled it and they're like, Oh, take it out of travel mode. I was like, motherfucker. Like it's been like six hours of me trying to figure this out. Uh, don't forget to use your crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop provider to help your little bench warmers be on their A game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts of their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped's boxers and the shed travel bag. Who's the commissioner now? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ETP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ETP20 at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in the PPR and get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. Jesus. Now, look, now that that's out the way, look, <laughs> Manscaped shit's amazing. 
It and is. Now that you've got a 30 minute walk in 100 degree heat, I mean, how that, much do you like having that anti chafing? Bro, that's what I'm saying. That, cr- that uh, we're, this isn't a part of the ad anymore. It's, it's not. We're talking real life, us using it. Uh, we just were hitting in the hundreds for about uh, two weeks straight. Yeah, which is a lot for Washington, especially the, where we live. And um, I was using the shit out of that crop preserver yeah. ball deodorant. That was. And that uh, I was ball going reviver. with the I was going with the anti chafer. Well, that's the ball deodorant. Yeah, the yeah. anti chafer. Yeah, yeah, the ball. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff was great. And then if I didn't want to use like too much of it, I would use the crop reviver. Yes. If I needed to do something, and yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I'm I'm sold. We've been using yeah. it now for months. Yep. Shits the bomb. Yep. I love it. I I, I can't play it. So all, at all. for all you guys that got that fucking Sasquatch going on down there, you just need to go ahead and. Buy the whole kit. No, ETP 20, baby. Trust me. <laughs> so also another thing for the podcast, I started a SpeakPipe. Uh, SpeakPipe is a website or, um, yeah, it's kind of, it, I guess it's a website. It's it's supposed to be a widget for a website, but I don't have it on our website yet. Uh, but what you do is you record a question um, and then we listen to it and we can play it on air on the podcast and we can answer your questions. If you have any questions for us or even the guest, I was, uh, I usually don't tell people what guest is coming, but I think I might start, uh, asking people to send in questions if they want for yeah, whatever our guest is. Yeah. That's a great idea. That'll let them target those questions. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think it'd be, you know, it'd bring in a variety, especially cause we, we've always, ask the questions and try to bring up good questions. And we even talked about it. Like sometimes it's really hard to not ask the same questions over and over again, you know? So, um, also I've been working on mobility a lot lately. You remember Romwad? It was like the CrossFit yoga. Yeah, I used it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I started using that again. I started using Romwad, which has actually been helping out quite a bit for me. Uh, I feel like my mobility, especially during like being stacked or putting my, you know, where you warm up and you like roll over on your back and try to put your toes on the ground. Like I feel so much better doing that. Um, and then just general uh, flexibility has been helped out a lot. Ramwada isn't really for jujitsu. It's for CrossFit and working out and whatnot, but it has I looked at the jujitsu or yoga for jujitsu app. That's the one I use when I use it because he tailors it for people with bad shoulders or bad backs. Yeah. That's the one I go with. And I I think it's a good Sebastian. Yeah. I think it's a good app, but in Ramwad it's led. It's a whole thirty minute video of him with music and like it's a continuous video and he's did you like, pay for the yoga B- bjj no it's, it's led the entire time oh is it mm-hmm. maybe it's Absolutely. just the app oh okay maybe yeah. i gotta go back and double check because i have just the, the bro app. i have literally logged in and he is up doing a live one while his kids are like sleeping next to him in the little basket from the app yoga yeah. for bjj yep. yeah that's it with sebastian yep huh maybe i need to pay for it because right now let's see Oh, yeah. okay. There we yeah. go. Those yeah. weren't showing up yeah. last time. Yep, yeah. that's it. I was paid, and he leads every one of them. Oh, I take that back. Okay, so this is I'm gonna have to try this again. So then. when me and you were in Japan, I did that religiously every day before we'd go to work, and I had great results. That's what made me try the hot yoga here in town. See, before when I first downloaded this app, if you guys are looking at, if you guys have the app, I didn't see all these like lead classes at mm-hmm. the top. I just saw like the beginner program and I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, this Bro, is just like, look at his, um, 
look at like the main menu and you will see yoga for rocks. And that's me. People that are unflexible. <laughs> like he has a specific section for people just like me. That's so funny. Uh, I'm at the I'm at to go back and look at that and try and try that again. You should go do a hot yoga class with me. Then we could talk about it on the podcast. Let's do it. All right. When? We can't well, do it Sunday because yeah, we're pretty busy plans. this weekend. Let's do it next weekend. Let's do it. Word. I'm down. Y'all heard him. He agreed. I am. I'm agreeing. Right. So, right. and then also, my, uh, probably our last and final thing. UK Mike sent us some cool stuff. If you don't know, UK Mike's episode is it's blowing up still. He got it's the one maple of, leaf. Yeah, he sent us a maple leaf. Okay, you know the Canadian maple leaf. That's pretty freaking cool. And then. They sent us a patch also, but their patch is freaking huge. Damn, look at that. Like, this thing is gigantic. That's like a cowboy belt buckle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, so, Jordan, if you're listening to this, because I know you like listening to the, the solo episodes, if you're still here, uh, is this like, is are you overcompensating for something? Is that why your patch is so big? It is like a WWE. It's Anybody like, remembers that WWF championship it's like, belt? It's like, it's like, what is it? Nope, that's not oh, it. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, it's like yeah, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so we got that. Um, but yeah, so thank you, UK Mike, for sending that. I think I sent. I think I posted it on Instagram. I just thought it was really cool because he sent us a maple leaf. Yeah, too. that is cool. It's pretty rad. We should put that up. I gotta. I gotta do the the freaking. Yeah, I, I got some patches for you back at my house. Do you really? Mm-hmm. From where? The Chula Vista. B- B- oh, that'd be fun. That'd be cool to put on. Um. But yeah, John, you got anything else, man? No, I don't. I think this was good. It was good to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, remember, guys, if you guys please could like, subscribe, follow us on social media, give us a five star review wherever you see us um, or wherever you listen to us, whether it's Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. Uh, give us a five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. The reason that Manscaped found us is because you guys at home giving us great reviews. So thank you guys for that. And uh, other than that, I don't think we have anything. John? I got nothing, man. I'm ready to check out this fantasy football, though. Ba-da-ba! What's the ESPN sound? Mm, I don't Wh- know. Whatever. Thanks, guys, for watching. Remember, no oil checks here. Oof. All right. Peace.